the future in the wild, many of those animals will be extinct. We can ensure ourselves that we'll have a healthy population of uh, these animals. We're not a zoo. We're a private uh, concern. We offer our animals a lot of space. We don't mix our species. Uh, they seem to be thriving very well out here. This climate in Northern California is very similar to South Africa, and they're doing quite well. Why do you want to do this? Well, number one, a love of animals that goes back to when I was a child, and then going to Africa and seeing them in their native habitat, and then reading and understanding a lot about what's going on over there as far as the bushmeat crisis where there's so many people and they have to feed their families. So in order to feed their families with so much overpopulation, they're having to kill a lot of the antelope and the species, they're just dwindling. You've got climate change, for example, where the grubby zebra are located right now. They haven't had rain in four months, and that's all due to climate change. So the, the, the species are dwindling there. You've got overpopulation, which means that there's a lot of encroachment on the animals grazing. The resources aren't there for them to have water, to have a lot of food. They're competing with the other domestic cattle and goats for water. And in Africa, a lot of times in the tribal areas, uh, your wealth is identified by the number of cattle and goats you have. So sometimes the wild native animals, they don't make it. For example, Hartman zebra, up until about four years ago, you could shoot them as a varmin. But now they're doing a lot of educational programs to make people understand that the animals are what's drawing tourism there, and that's where they're primarily going to get their money from. What makes you decide on these breeds? Why do you choose these animals to protect? The two species of zebra that we are protecting are the grubby zebra. There's less than 1,500 left in the wild, so within 10 years they will be extinct. And the Hartman's mountain zebra, there's less than 5,000 left in the wild. They um, are also on the endangered species list. A lot of people think a zebra is a zebra is a zebra because they see all of these zebra on National Geographic that are with the wildebeest and there's 750,000 of those. But there are different kinds of species of zebra and so we're focusing on the two that are at the most risk of being extinct. The antelope that we have, it's very difficult for zoos to have these particular kind because of the demands they have. They like a lot of space. They don't get along well with other animals. They don't play friendly. And they can be a little aggressive. In uh, Savo National Park, for example, Roan Antelope, in the 70s, there were about 25 to 30,000 in that particular park. And now there's 50. Not 1,000, but 50 animals. Each individual. Yes. Oh. And just in that one region. But they're not endangered yet, but they are at risk, which means if... If someone doesn't start a conservation program for them, they could be on the endangered species list. So that's the why we, and plus they're pretty. What agencies do you work with? It seems like you have a huge responsibility. Yes, we do have a huge responsibility and it's very difficult at times to work with these animals because of uh, their endangered status and a lot of the government agencies that you have to deal with. We primarily are involved with the American Zoological Association, uh, known as the AZA, and we've been uh, certified by that organization, and that's helped us a lot in working with uh, zoos.
to uh, gain knowledge, exchange animals, and develop ideas on uh, education programs and that. What did we just do? We stopped by the garden, Judy. What did you just pick out of the garden? Well, we're growing some carrots for the zebra. It seems to be their favorite treat. So we have a whole plot of uh, carrots. And then we also have friends that give us apples thin from their trees for the zebra and for the kudu. Whenever we do tours, we always tell people that the zebra should be right here to get fed. But because we're not a zoo and they have a lot of space, it's not always assured that the animals are going to be exactly where we want them to be and behaving exactly like people like them to be. Then this is available. People can come here to see the animals. We do tours by reservation. We also have a carriage house that we rent out above our garage, and those people get a tour. We've had a, a real success this summer. Just the first summer we've really been open to the public.